ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we welcome you to episode 21 of the Bocce Bros Podcast. Now for your starting lineup. Leading off as first pointer, an ambassador of the game, nominee for best hair in the game, Dante Lovell. That's second pointer, the creator of the Youngstown Bocce account, an up-and-coming name in the Youngstown Bocce community, and also nominee for best hair in the game, Carmen Melanucci. At second shooter, they call him Quadzilla, Chris Lovell. Last but not least, the first shooter on the Bocce Bros Bocce team. He's always upset, and he's always mad. Anthony, a.k.a. Mad Coochini. It's time to start episode 21 of the Bocce Bros Podcast. So what did you guys think of the, uh, the new intro there? How much did we pay for that? That's high, that's, that's high profile stuff right there. I don't know. I'm juiced up. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Who did we pay for that? The Bulls announcer from the 90s? Mad Cugini. Someone said Mad Dog. Someone called him Mad Dog the, uh, this past weekend. And I looked at Anthony. I think that has to be his new nickname. No, I don't like that. I like Mad Cugini. Mad Dog Cugini. <laughs> if nah. you play with Ron Dog, your two-man team could be called Mad Dog. That'd be, ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. That'd be you need to talk to Ron Dog. That's I'm a good, good. two man team. I'm good. I'm happy. Well, this will be a fun episode, guys. We haven't done one of these with just us four in a while. Uh, I know we've always talked about it, but we like to get other guests on. That way we can kind of spread the game to their clubs and, and get some more listeners for us. Uh, but on this episode, at least for the a uh, little bit of the itinerary that we do have. We definitely want to touch on Anthony and Dante's weekend in Syracuse. What, what club was that? The Waterside Club? The Waterside Club, yep. Uh, there's a, an Ambassadors Cup there, kind of a meeting of the minds. So that'll be cool. There's the NEO Singles Tournament uh, held by Marco. Shout out to our boy Marco Orlando. We should get him on very soon. Uh, we're going to talk about the Champion Tournament, which the Bocce Bros are hosting some upcoming events and tournaments, and then we have Carmen's, uh, Carmen's segment, the rapid-fire bing-bong segment. Hey, yo. <laughs> and then um, I actually I reached out on Instagram today. I asked some of our followers to give us some questions. So I'm going to... Uh-oh. Yeah. I wonder how that could go either way. <laughs> right. It'll be interesting. So I'm going to actually have to get those together here. So... Do you guys want to start with this past weekend and kind of give us a little rundown of what it was? Me and, and Anthony all that? spent too much time together. <laughs> <laughs> we started off. So, uh, real what? quick, for yeah. those who don't know, we have not talked about this as a group, so this is all fresh. This is all fresh. Oh yeah, you, Carmen, and Chris have not heard a peep. They wanted nothing. They didn't want to hear one thing until we sat down together right now to discuss it. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Dante had to travel with me, so he learned my quirks. I already knew we, your quirks. We, we literally landed and went to the gym. 
Yeah. Went right to Planet Fitness. All right, Dante. We got we got a uh, we got a free got membership. Free. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Anthony doesn't pay for anything. And uh, then what, Dante? What do we do after that? Uh, we hit the grocery store because we uh, we needed uh, Anthony needs yogurt in the morning. So Anthony needs it. We hit his yogurt up. We got some snacks, some water, some alcohol, the essentials. And then we basically hit up, picked up our boys from the American Bocce Company, Andy and Alex. They were at the neighboring hotel, picked them up, and then uh, had a nice little conver- conversation on the way to Waterside Bocce Club, which is, I mean, the pictures don't do it justice. The pictures, like I've seen them, they, they look like basically, I always call them bocce cubicles, but they are a masterpiece of just a, the club itself is so nice, up-to-date, clean. And then the courts are just another, a whole other other conversation. But Anthony, what do you think? What do you think about the whole trip? I mean, so we parked at a, a place right off of like a river. It, you know, you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, this is a building, super small town. Like imagine like going through like uh, kind of a town. I won't say in the farmland, but like not a lot of stuff around. What's and it called? You, it, it's called Waterside. Waterside. That's the town. Uh, no, the town's Liverpool. I believe it's Liverpool. Liverpool. Um, and, um, 20 minutes from the airport. So great location off of Syracuse airport. And you walk in and it's like, wow. Like you're just like, you look at the two courts you're like, man, these look really expensive. So Dante, do you want to like explain maybe the The, courts and who made them? And well, first before, yeah, I will get into that. But before I even do what, right when we walk in, we're greeted, right. Uh, by a couple of gentlemen, uh, Gabe. Who was you know one of the uh, leads on this with Dino throwing this whole event together? Um, hospitality couldn't be be any anything you know greater. Uh, you know, uh, we, right when we walked in, we saw Kyle from American uh, Bocce Club. Uh, he <laughs> had one of our shirts on with our logos, oh, which yeah. I which yeah, I didn't yeah. even know it was a color I've never seen. I didn't even I did not even know he sold that you know shirt. Yeah, so, yeah, he had a blue shirt, long sleeves, the Bocce Bros. We're like. That looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh shit, that's ours. Yeah. So it looked good, then? Yeah, it was awesome. And then um, from, nice. th- from there on out in the whole... Where do you where, where did where did he get that? TheBocceBros.com right. under the Select Apparel, the Bocce yeah, Bros. Uh, but we walk in, and the hospitality couldn't be anything greater. Throughout, from the start throughout the whole you know weekend, one thing that kind of gave me like goosebumps at times was people coming up to us from you know other clubs, you know, Bastards events, so they tried to invite clubs from all over. Um, I'm sure they could have invited like 20 more clubs if they wanted to, but you can only you know fit as many courts you have to make the weekend go well. Um, but people throughout the weekend were just greeting us and thanking us for just like you know spreading the word of bocce, the things we've done in the past year. And not that I've ever looked for credit for doing any of this stuff, you know, we just do it for our passion. But it was just really humbling and a great feeling just to see you know that type of um, camaraderie throughout the weekend and just uh, notoriety as well. But uh, so yeah, the, the hospitality was was unbelievable, guys. Like when I tell you, we food was provided for every single meal. Food was provided for every single meal, and they didn't just drinks. Like, yeah, drinks were provided all weekend long. Whatever we needed, if we needed a ride, like those guys were just unbelievable. They were there all the way till two o'clock in the morning on Friday. We got back there at eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and then they again were there till two o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and they got back there again at six or seven o'clock on Sunday. And our and like it was a long weekend. Our listeners probably some of them probably you know may know what we're talking about, but this was a an ambassadors event for bocce. So people who promote the game of bocce was their idea of getting together, 
just to have open dialogue on the future of bocce and where it could head within America. Um, I mean, that's been a topic that we've discussed before, but I, I just wanted to get that um, for people who didn't know what we're even talking about. It was basically just a meeting of people who promote the game of bocce just to get together as well as uh, have a little cha uh, charity tournament and uh, just get to know one another. I was telling how you many to people would you say were there and how many different regions were represented? 18 teams, so 36 people. Regions were California, New York City, Chicago, Columbus, Cleveland, Kentucky, um, and then a sprinkle of like north side, up uh, like upper side New York, um, and then like maybe like clubs like two hours away, so middle middle of New York probably. If I had a guess, was probably the the main gist of um, what was there. And again, they they had to tailor it to 18. They probably could do maybe two more. But then the round robin play wouldn't happen. So I think the experience you guys got at Detroit was what we got here. And I really, really liked it. Yes. And the reason why I liked it is because, you know, we travel to a lot of tournaments, right? I mean, Chris, Dante, and I pretty much have to travel at least two hours for every tournament. When you get to go somewhere and play a minimum of four to five games, that's a game changer. You get to learn the courts. You get to play, understand how they roll how you're feeling shooting. I mean, like it really changes the way a tournament is versus what we're used to. So I really, really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And Friday night, it was, no, excuse me, Friday night was practice round and a symposium. So we had some different speakers talk about their club, what bocce means to them, yada, yada, yada. Saturday was more of those little side conversations. And um, then we had the round robin Saturday. So we played five games Saturday. Anthony and I went five and oh. We played, uh, we, every game was pretty much from behind, 9-3, uh, 9-4, and came back winning 12-9, 12-10, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to say that a couple more times. <laughs> the only team that went undefeated on Saturday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was impressed with you guys because there seemed like there were a lot of good teams there. We played some quality talent. USBF, like um, Brad, um, I think his last name's Thayer. I'm sorry, don't be mad at me if I'm yeah, a little there. wrong it's on that. There. Perfect. And then Joe Corderone, like no, no names in the USB. Like those are great guys. One and you know great bocce players as well. They, they had, we got lucky that first game. I won't lie, but it, the momentum carried us to the next four games. So yeah. talk to us. I saw. Do you have anything to add on your round robin? Because I wanted to ask about the conversations that were had. It seemed like at one point. Everyone was sitting at a long table, and there were presentations going on. Like, I, I was curious to know what was discussed. So, I, you know, I, it was interesting because there was multiple topics, and um, one person talked about fundraising and sponsorship, which was good, right? Like, that's something that we always think about in Bocce and how, you know, prize money either deters or brings people. Um, one person talked about spreading the, the game and how to get it to younger individuals, um, we took the social media aspect, but in reality, I think really the underlying tone was, you know, how do we really expand this game and what needs to be done? So a majority of the conversation, right? Calling a spade a spade is back wall live versus or back wall live or back wall dead versus kind of PVR. Oh, open. Now, yeah. To, to, for simplified open, open versus PV, PVR. O open budget versus PVR was really the majority of the conversation. 
and it was interesting. You know, I, I think people realize Cleveland, Youngstown, Columbus, Lexington, Chicago bring a majority of the players. You know, even New York, a, a majority of the players come from those couple regions. And we're and we're relatively young. We're young, and we all play open bocce. Can I? Uh, there was one quote from um, I believe it was someone from New York. Um, they said that the mecca of bocce is in Northeast Ohio. They have the best, the you know, the the the, the numbers. Now I know some of our listeners from out in, outside Northeast Ohio may disagree, but just the, the sheer volume and talent out of Northeast Ohio and the passion and all the bocce tournaments you can find every weekend is nuts. Um, so it was nice yeah, to hear that from someone outside of Youngstown and Cleveland. And I think people equate the bocce bros by shedding that light. So what we have done is we have we have put a light on Northeast Ohio with social media, through podcasts, through videos, through live streaming, through our our page of the Bocce Bro tournament was probably like the hit of the weekend. Everyone was talking about it. Like that one page, everyone loves. They they all go to it. Everyone referenced it like a hundred times. What we have shown is that there is a lot of bocce in Northeast Ohio. So our our talk went from the social media aspect to the nationals. And I know we'll get to that later, so I'll, I'll save that bit. But what I will say is the way they reacted to us talking about the nationals was like, wow, these guys are going to take us to the next level. Anthony, hold on. You have to clarify. Take a couple steps back. By the nationals, you mean the champion. Because people think the nationals yeah, yeah, the, the nationals the, the are champion. the USBF. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the champion. The champion, meaning we're going to take it to the next level. And, and a lot of people realize that when after Dante and I were done talking – and we can get to that later, but there were points that we said that people were like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we get it. Love this is that. perfect. So kind of touch on what you guys discussed then. We gave a uh, quick overview of just who we are, one, and then our, uh, then we kind of did a breakdown of our website, just showing what we offer, not just the apparel aspect. Obviously, we have the apparel, um, but went through just all the options. The, uh, our most popular page, like Angie mentioned, the upcoming bocce tournaments, the winner's page. Um, what was nice about it is, like, uh, I didn't even have to promote our website. There was people, you know, from Cleveland area. Frank, he's like, just go to thebocchebros.com. <laughs> just, what are you waiting for? You know, like, they were yelling at one people guy from Stanford. They were yelling at their They were, like, a, a mid-argument. Like, uh, they are like, just go to the website. <laughs> They're pointing at us. That's hilarious. Uh, it, was, it was all, in, you know, in uh, light fun. Um, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, so the hospitality check, the people check, um, the quality of bocce check. I mean, you you couldn't have asked for a, a better weekend. It it also shed light on difference of opinions across the different regions, which was a healthy conversation. Um, it showed where you know we probably can tap into more things that we're not tapping into right now which is nice. So building those relationships outside of Northeast Ohio, I think are, are, are important. You know, there's a list of people that Dante and I walked away with that we could bring on the podcast. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it was, it was overall a really good weekend for the bocce bros for bocce in general, and really just kind of getting everyone to know who we are and what the future of bocce holds for us. Love that. Well put, well put. So, so is this going to be a yearly thing? Yeah. Great. Yeah, I talked to Gabe. Um, Gabe wants to do it a yearly thing. We talked about some tweaks and changes. 
<laughs> I mean, with with Guy being there, Guy runs, you know, Vegas with what is like Guy DeSantis, the man. I mean, <laughs> he was so fun. You want to talk about knowing how to run a tournament? That dude, I learned it within a, a half hour I spent with him. Oh my god, I would change so many but ways. But it, it's it's a hundred percent, and it's just funny. He's like, what? He's so like just blatant about it. He's like, what do you mean? You just take the two teams and you do. And, and I the, love his accent. The, the New York accent. Yeah. He's got the the goat uh, <laughs> chain on. And uh, prosciutto bread, homemade prosciutto bread. He brought like yes. four loaves and everyone ate them up. Uh, shout out the guy. But uh, uh, Tony, Gabe's dad, Tony oh was my God. singing. It, you know what? This is perfect because we're recording this. We're going to post this on YouTube, hopefully. I'll, I have great videos of uh, Gabe's dad singing. I was playing. We brought our Bluetooth speaker there. It was you know a little quiet, you know, office like you know, get some juice in the place. And Anthony's like, get the speaker out. So Anthony gets it out. We start playing Italian music. Yeah. We get on your uh, Spotify, hit up your Italian uh, playlist, uh, and and he started singing. You know oh, every song. That. You know um, that yeah, was we have great. a lot of video of that. A lot of videos I, I on my phone. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just a great overall overall time. And then, but the funny part was though, like we're trying to figure out. Everyone's playing their uh, their final round robin game on Saturday because they don't want to wake up early on Sunday. So everyone agreed, like, hey, if you want to play your five fifth game, you can tonight. You just have to stay later. And they're trying to figure out like how the seating and everyone gets into the you know the Sunday bracket. Uh, next thing I know, I look over Anthony's like interjecting himself in the in the bracket <laughs> area where Dino and Gabe are trying to do their thing. And five minutes later, I look back over and then there's like eight people like just yelling and like pointing at the certain brackets. And Anthony has the pen and his marking, <laughs> so he just like interjected himself, took over, and then helped. They all had a, a good conversation on how, and they came to terms on how it should proceed. It was it was funny. I got pictures; they'll be posted we, we in this video. <laughs> I had the rules in my hand. I'm like, but look, it says this. Yes, everyone was like, but the rules state this, and it's like, <laughs> and it was just like all it was like lawyering. It was basically what it was. And then I was like. But it's for charity, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you put a lot of organizers in the same room. Exactly. That's literally how exactly. It's like every tournament <laughs> no, organizer I, I was you there. You guys can make it next year. I mean, it, it definitely yeah. was. It definitely We're going to have to make a team, Chris, and get up there. It seems like we uh, missed out on a pretty good event. No, everyone was asking about it. next yeah. year. Yeah, I would have loved to have went. I was actually in Fort Myers for a wedding. So funny story. You guys know Carmen Cotullo. He was on episode five. Um Big friend of the podcast, big bocce bro representer. We love him. And he brought bocce balls. This guy had like six carry-ons. He had, he, he's, <laughs> he's, the, he's the king of games, right? So one of his carry-ons was bocce balls, uh, <laughs> spike ball. I mean, anything you can think of for the beach. Mind you, we only had one day at the beach, and it was like a four or five-hour period that we had. But we, had, we literally played every game once, and then we had to leave. So we get the bocce balls out. We start playing, and, and there's a crowd watching us. And this one lady, she's like, I don't think, you know, I think it's, you know, blue point. You should measure. And she's like, you have a measuring tape. And I'm like, I look over, and I went over to talk to her because she looked like she knew bocce. Yeah. And I was about to tell her about the bocce bros. And she goes, you know, my family, we own a restaurant in this place called Youngstown, Ohio. And I'm like... <laughs> Like, I just put my arms up. I'm like, you know, <laughs> waving. I'm like, I'm from, I'm from freaking Youngstown, you know? And she goes, yeah, it's this restaurant called uh, the MVR. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, what a small world, right? And she looks at Carmen, and she goes, wait a minute. Your brother's marrying my niece next weekend. <laughs> so she so recognized fun. Carmen, and it's the Kisises, right? So Frank and Joe were there. So they walk up, we start talking to them, and it was just such so funny how small of a world it is. Because here we are playing bocce, and that's how we 
made this, you know, relationship, and we find out, oh, we're from the same town. And speaking of, speaking of the MVR, you know, you know, Chris and I, even though we're out of towners, we're on a roster this year. Oh, snap. Ooh, nice. So just wait till we get a, a hold of that schedule. Uh, oh, man. Can you imagine if we end up winning that thing? <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, we are. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mixed league? Or oh, no. This is straight up the... We got the men's league. Yeah, this is oh, men's league. 60. It would be wow. nice. It would be nice to get up there and play. I mean, especially before the Carmstrong tournament. That way yeah. we could get a lay of the land a little year. bit. Which has moved. Yeah, Probably August. August what? 18th? It it took the place of um, the Iamiri tournament, um, Sigurani uh, Memorial tournament. I think it's August 18th, and now the Memorial tournament's going to be in September, third week of September, where Carmstrong usually is. And that's just because uh, Cassis's MVR is going to start their construction the week after the Carmstrong. Yes, the so finally. Hope, yeah. Let, let's do it. They're so, hoping to be able to have a winter league. That's why they're trying to start so early. Good. So That's for smart. the construction, for those of you listening, the MVR, the courts are staying the same. Carmen, correct me if I interject here if I'm wrong at any point. They have four courts currently, and uh, the courts are staying the same. What is not staying the same is the uh, sh- structure that is basically covering all of those courts and the bar outside. They're tearing that down. They're enclosing all of it, and also they're adding a fifth court on the very far end uh, parking lot side. So that way they can play during the winter uh, and have more leagues and mm. more tournaments. They'll and have half garage doors too. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, normally we're used to the full garage door, but it'll be like hip level, I believe, and you're able to open that. So you kind of still have that indoor-outdoor feel out there, which will be nice. And our boy yeah. Mike Romeo said he's going to – he does a lot of the work out there for the sound system and, and all of that and Wi-Fi. So – you know, he's already on it uh, of making sure that we have, you know, cameras, uh, access, you know, camera set up that way when we want to do our live streams, we know where we could put that. Um, obviously the internet connection will be strong. So once that comes along, hopefully we'll have our live streams, uh, ready to go. That'll be nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Darren estimates that that fifth court will allow them to do 96 teams in the future of the Carmstrong. So, wow, that'll be big. And I'm sure we'll have to check that number, but it's going to be a lot more than what we currently have. So that's awesome. About the size of the Cleveland cup challenge. I hit, I think 99 or hundred last year. Right around there. 102, I think, uh, yeah, it was right, yeah. right over a hundred. Yep. Yeah. We're going to so lead a lot of nonos in that kitchen. Year. It's going to be literally going from the masters to what, what's another golf major. Clear your schedule. PGA Championship. British Open or something. U.S. Open, something like that. One of those opens. Oh, gosh. Now we're going to – someone's going to reach out to us and be like, how can you say we're this open? Yeah, right. Masters. Oh, man. <laughs> no, all of the tournament. I love – those are my two favorites, so that'll be good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, no, great weekend overall. Can't wait for you guys to come next year. So, yeah. Thanks again to Gabe and Dino. Um, courts were done by Corleone. Uh, Co- Colione, yeah. Daniela Colioni, C O L L E O N I, I believe. He speaks uh, good English, uh, from what I understand, and uh, obviously Italian. He lives in Italy, so you have to fly him out here to, you know, purchase all the material. And he is a master at his. Basically, it's an art. It's an art form, and those courts are just unbelievable. He has them all over the country, all over the world. I'm assuming, not just here in America. 
Well, we need to we need to get him out here. We need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna go to Italy. Get him on the podcast. Yeah, that's what we everyone was saying. Is like you have to fly to Italy though to to get him on the. podcast. I mean, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony, we can write that off, right? <laughs> yeah, we can write that off. For the account. Our, uh, all, the the, all the profit we make of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. go from one bocce weekend to the next. Ooh. I mean, you guys, God bless you and your wives and girlfriends for <laughs> all the bocce you get to do. I'm so excited for this weekend. So uh, you I have... Dante's going to do well. I'm excited for him. 100%. I hope. He's been practicing. I mean, he plays every weekend. This guy should. Ah, frig <laughs> at we had this a, point. <laughs> we had some good games today at the Italian club. And then he played your dad, Anthony. Yeah, your dad was at the Italian club tonight. Oh, was he really? Yeah, yeah I texted him and uh, told him to come out. Nice. Because we had a conversation the other week where he's like, we need to find a day where we just get, you know, five or six of us, throw some money in and just play. That's, we need to get better. And I was like, Paul, you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to, you know, get some practice in. So I texted him and said, hey, meet me at the club whenever you're ready. He's at 630. I said, all right, see you then. He's 100% right, though. So, you know, we... We don't have the uh, luxury of, of the MVR or, or, you know, a lot of the clubs in Cleveland or Youngstown, right, where, where they get to play all year round, basically, and they're all good competition. So what we need to do is improvise, and if it, even if it's just one-on-one, you know, get four of us out there and just roll and have good quality games. So we yeah. just we need to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Or you just play yourself <laughs> and then have multiple personalities. Start talking to yourself. That's how you get better, for real. Or call up that guy from Italy and put a cord in. (sighs) You got money? You got bread like that? (laughs) And then everyone in Columbus will be be solid. Build it and they'll come. So, yeah, we got the singles tournament that Marco Orlando is throwing. So I'm. uh, they have different brackets. Uh, The Friday night bracket, which I am in with 15 other folks, double elimination. The Saturday morning bracket, which is a little different. There's only six of you. Anthony, Anthony's in that one, and it's like six or eight, or six or eight round robin, really competitive one. I mean, it's competitive all around the board, but that's a smaller group of competitive uh, folks. And then Saturday afternoon, which Mr. Cugini, the bocce dad, Paul Cugini, Anthony's dad, uh, is playing in, which is another 16-man double elimination. Uh, it's going to be, There's I mean. one tonight, right? N- is there? I thought I thought there was a Thursday yeah. night, too. Oh, I didn't I even know. I was supposed to be in the Thursday night. Oh, yeah, you were. To- drop out for personal reasons because of Sunday so yeah yeah it's it but it's gonna be I mean it's it's our for, I mean for us in Columbus we don't have I mean anywhere there's not many singles tournaments anywhere ever and, I mean just my general opinion where I know we're new to this but it's gonna be our like at least my first test to see all right how well do I do outside of playing Anthony and Chris you know right. uh, <laughs> uh, so it'll be fun to play right. another human being so wait, who won tonight between you two? Did it end, the series end up tied or what happened? One, one, one. So I won the first one. He won the second one. I won the third one. They were all good games, though. I got my dad. Who beat him? I won. I beat him. I got way too aggressive on the third game. I uh, I rolled three. He shot each three out, and then I just said F it, and I tried hitting the Paulino back instead of I was feeling it. <laughs> instead of uh, rolling it deep. I'm excited. I'm hoping to catch Dante tomorrow. I like watching the. I mean, I I know you guys haven't played in the last couple tournaments but his pointing game is on fire on fire i mean at crickets it was insane you guys are too kind yeah. too kind it's nerve-wracking man. it's nerve-wracking i feel for anyone who points man. yeah but but <laughs> you guys like i i love pointing or 
first shooter because it's like all the pressure is on you. Yeah. You know, it's like that's where like the competitiveness is. Yeah, you're right. You're that right. two three spot, it's still fun because there's still a lot of pressure there, but I think those are the most fun positions. Would you guys say that or no? Definitely the added pressure definitely adds uh yeah, I would yeah. say. I, would I, I think I rewatched the game we lost a hundred times. <laughs> to Holly Bocci, like, no. yeah. So we went five and oh, I guess we never finished up on that. We went five and oh in round robin. Get the number one seed, and uh, we get Holly Bocci, um, and the, the just great guys, uh, and Jake and Randy. Jake, yeah, thank you, Jake and Randy, and played another another every game we had, and I guess they didn't account for this. They tried like timing up the games. They didn't account for every ambassador being decent at Bocci in every game, going the, the you know toe to toe all the way to the end. That every game except for like one, maybe two, maybe two, um, was really down to the to the wire. Um, and they ended up coming on top, and so we went 0-1 right in the bracket play. But So 5-1 overall. We'll take it, all right? We'll take our chips take going. Definitely. I didn't eat my yogurt. I just thought about it. I didn't That's what it was. Oh, my God. So Holly Bocci, no Jake and Randy, we need a rematch. But I, so there was this play, and Dante, you know, we, you know, we lose, and Dante's sitting next to Luciano and Alessio. And Dante looks at him, he's like, how many times is Anthony going to tell me before we get home. O- over on yeah, over under on a- Anthony looking at me and like complaining about the loss. <laughs> you know, what could we have done differently? <laughs> well, right before the live stream ended, I heard, "Well, let's go home." <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and our flight was until six forty-five that night. Yeah. Oh, it was a miserable way home. Oh, I was so tired, but it was fun. It was all worth it. We got to stay for the championship. Frank Ducello and, and Bernie. Wayne Farinucci won. Nice. So Club Molsani took took the win away from um, Troy Italian Community Center, so Troy ICC, uh, from New York. Um, uh, he, Lou played his heart out. Uh, he played amazing. He had to actually bring in a sub for the final game, um, who also played really well. His sub was only a year and some change in Nabachi, and he was pointing yeah. light. He was really good. So it was like a year okay, in Nabachi. Frank paid light out. Frank DiCello <laughs> played unbelievable. It was funny. Uh, Andy and Alex were going to play Frank and Wayne, and Wayne. in the yeah. semifinals, and uh, and I know Frank. You know, obviously, I know Frank really well at this point. We all do. We you know we've had him on the podcast. And I don't think Alex realized that, and he's like kind of like whispering, not whispering, but under his like, so what's up with these guys? You know, like what's the deal with Frank and and Wayne? And I was just like shrugging my shoulders, like yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like good luck, <laughs> right? Like because Frank's like right over there. I was looking like, what am I supposed to tell him? Also, like yeah, they're great, right? <laughs> like that's the tip. Like it's better, right. And then uh, you know at the end of the game, Andy's like, uh, so who was the guy who just you know looks at the ball and shoots right away? I was like, ah, yeah, that's 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 Frank. <laughs> that's Frank. <laughs> that's Frank. He's doesn't even hesitate. Does like, not hesitate. He knows what he. Yeah, and, and I like that. I like that part. But yeah, no. So so I think maybe a good transition into. Do you want to go to the singles? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that. So, so the singles, you know, with the conversation around open bocce and PVR, I, PVR, the one thing that PRV, I, by the way. Oh, sorry, thank you. PRV. You said that a few times. No sorry. problem. Apologies. Punto Rafavolo. Yeah, Punto Rafavolo. Mm, the the one challenge around that is that they're not getting a lot of the participation that they're that they're wanting, and with the singles we're already seeing a pretty high demand across all the regions. It's a way that people I think are used to playing right now in a lot more of the regions than, than, than Punto Raffavolo. So, you know, when I think we, we got up there and said, look guys, you guys can play your regions, how you want to play them. 
we just need to know who you're going to send to the singles champion, right? So if one region wants to play Backwall Dead and another region wants to play Backwall Live, if another one region wants to play Punta Rafa Bulo, we don't really care. When we said those words, I think what clicked in a lot of people was like, you know what? You guys are right. It shouldn't matter what the rules are. If you're a good bocce player, you're going to show up and play however you the rules are. And that's what we do, right? We go to yeah. Club Molasani, we play Backball Dead. We go to MVR, we play Backball Live. We go to Wycliffe, Backball Live, or Dead, based off of whatever's happening. <laughs> and we, we learn the courts as is. So it's like people that I think that really kind of sunk into people. And they started getting on our bandwagon. Like a lot of comments were like, you guys are setting this up right. We fully support you. We're super excited. And I said, look, guys, the singles is just the start. Once mm. we start this, yep. then it's the doubles, then it's the four-man team, and guess what? We just created a national tournament that brings all the regions together. We'll have a national database of all the bocce players, and hello wherever we want to go. Love that. So did, were they on board? Right. So they could play in their regions by any rules. Obviously – when we go to the actual main tournament, they're on board with playing one set of rules. However, we set them. Yeah. Cool. There Love was, that. you know, there was like during the initial conversation, they're like, well, that's all, you know, fun and dandy, your idea, but you need to post the rules. Like, what, what are the rules? And, I was, and then I was like, well, I need to clarify, like, the rules are posted, you know, that they're there, you know, and just, and then we had that conversation and went over the website, and they're like, oh, okay, it is there. You know, back wall live, and there was no complaints. You didn't have to say that. Someone else actually. Yeah, said that. that's you know, it's funny. He's like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was hilarious. She's like, it's on the website. Yeah. <laughs> you want to explain those real quick for people uh, listening that haven't yeah. been on the website yet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Anthony, you want to go ahead and so take how it? How many regions do we have? Maybe start with the regions and where we're at, Dante, with the rules. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, one moment. Let me just pull it up with uh, the phone. That way, it's just easier to go over. Chris is going to excuse himself to refill our drinks in the meantime. Yeah, so while he's gone, I'll show you Chris's injury during uh, oh, the man. wedding he was at. Uh, can you see it? Yep. Oh, oh, man. Oh, he's coming back because he can't. <laughs> I have to tell everyone what happened. Chris, so. were you doing the – refresh my memory. Were you? We'll play the video. If you're watching on YouTube, look at the video we're playing right now. Yeah, so – I, uh, I'm a decent dancer. I'd like to say I'm above average for a white male. Yeah, I concur. For a paisan. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, Soldier Boy comes on. And Soldier. And, um, you know, I noticed there wasn't many people that knew how to do it. So I get in the middle and I'm, I'm like 20 drinks deep and I start dancing to it. And there's this one move that I do. And I did it. And this girl's foot slid under my foot at the like right time, wrong time actually, and my ankle went horizontal to the ground, which has happened in sports before, <laughs> but usually I back, like I just like jump up and I'm okay, but these dress shoes weren't the best. So in short, Chris <laughs> was dancing shoes. and twisted his ankle. <laughs> he, he's just explaining I, it like he, he ran a freaking <laughs> down and out on the 50-yard line. But, but if I just <laughs> say, if, hold on, if I just say, yeah, I was dancing, I sprayed my <laughs> That's ankle. That's what happened. I looked extremely unathletic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it was pretty swollen, black and blue, but luckily, so the, whatever, I'm going to go off here. Uh, there's the creator of jump stretches from Youngstown, and I did this in high school once, and my coach showed me all these band movements to do, guys, and I did that, and I'm back. I played bocce today, so I'm good to go. There you have it. 
on the DL list for two days. Record recovery. So the singles, the uh, champion. So that's what we're calling it, right? The champion. Nationwide singles bocce tournament hosted by the Bocce Brothers, Bocce Bros, a.k.a. us. So representatives have been selected from each region and will host a singles regional qualifying tournament before the end of this calendar year, December 31st, 2022. Top players from each regional tournament will qualify to play in the champion tournament held in 2023, June 2023 in Ohio. The number of qualifying players per region will be determined after registration is complete. It's a numbers game. So the more players in your regional uh, qualifying tournament, the more players we're going to bring. The less players in your tournament, the less players we're going to bring. Math. The, and, to, it, and to give a reference, right, Dante, we're about every six to eight people, we're probably at one point. Correct, yeah. For, at this current point in our guesstimation, in our math, in our science, in our chemistry, that is where we're at. Um, so if you go to thebocchibros.com right now, thebocchibros.com, click the upper left-hand corner tab, you will see the champion uh, link there. You can go ahead and register for your regional now. Now, you may be asking, Dante, you're so stupid. Why would I register for something I don't even know the date for? Now, that's a great question. The registration is free, but the entry fee is $50 per per person. The uh, registration is just a placeholder, just so that we know you're interested and you want to hear more when this, uh, your regional is actually listed. So it's free to register on our website, thebocchibros.com. Once we get with representatives, promote your regional, list the dates, list the locations, the format, and all of that. You will attend your regional if you are able to. You will pay your $50 fee there. And then uh, all regional qualifiers will move on to the champion bracket in June of 2023. And that's when you will be paid out. Anthony, I think you said our goal, right? is to pay out every single person who qualifies. So even if you qualify and you come in last, you're still getting money. Yep. It might be 10 bucks, but you're still yeah, getting something. Exactly. So uh, let me just see what else here that is important. This is, I guess, what we just touched up on. Each region representative will decide how their qualifying regional tournament will take place. The rules of the, that tournament, back wall rule, double elimination, round robin, multiple days, weeks. It could take the tournament a whole month. We don't care. Just get your tournament done before the end of this calendar year. If a player who qualifies is unable to attend that champion event in June of 2023, the next ranked player will have the opportunity to come. So it's not just, hey, Anthony, you can't make it. You can't just pick your, your best buddy who you think's better, you know? It has to be that next person who uh, placed. Place next. And then other than that, Ohio, like I said, will be hosting the champion bracket. The Bodge Bros will be hosting it here at Wycliffe, Ohio, at the Wycliffe Italian American Club. Um, and that's where the rules will be already set. Now, the score and all those little fine things that really don't matter right now won't be released till later, but the main rule that we want to get to everyone, the back wall is live no matter what. Touch a, yeah. touch a fence, touch, a, touch a nothing, and it hits the back wall, it's in. I know that might sound crazy to you. However, that's the way it's played here in Ohio, and that's what we're going with for this, um, this, this year. Um, and that's also going to be round-robin play into a single elimination bracket. Yeah, maybe we might change it to double, just because we learned a lot this weekend we at did. Waterside. So the exciting thing was this past tournament we just talked about, the way they did it gave some really cool insights to how we can even make this singles even better with a, a bunch of people coming from different regions coming in on a Friday. And it was a great, great learning experience on to really maximize someone's experience by then making it to the to the Nash uh, to the singles. So super excited about that. Um, numbers update. Just if you guys are curious, we've been registration's been open for about a week 
and we're already sitting at 60-ish plus registrations, I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, how many people probably haven't jumped on and just even put their name in? Yet? So, yeah, and I already talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'll get to it. We're just waiting here. Like, they're already on board, 100%, and I don't blame them. They're waiting here to the dates and everything to get fully registered, and I understand that. Um, it's not like we're going to close registration on them. We'll have an ample amount of time. We have the, whole, you know, till your tournament, basically. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I, I, my guess is, you know, upper 150, 200 is, is, is my guess and where I think we'll land. Mm-hmm. which will be exciting. Definitely. Without a doubt. Singles is a different game, man. I think I, I first learned that when Carmen hosted the Youngstown's top 25 list um, at Pajanchano. Like, their biggest feedback was, like, make that a two-day tournament uh, just because that's a long day, and, and I don't think about it, but you're throwing all four balls on each end. They're, you're, I'm gonna have, my right arm's going to be jacked. Yeah, Carl Greenaway came out of the loser's bracket, and I forget, I estimated on Facebook, it was something crazy, like 200 or 300, probably closer to 300 throws in one day. Oh my God. That's a lot of balls to throw. Yeah. I know. I think, like I said, lots of great, great positive feedback around our spiel. I'm super excited around this. And I think it's the beginning of the next bocce kind of, I don't want to call it association just yet, but you know, I could see it turn into something. 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 I think uh, the what well, we, if anything, we learn bocce. The bocce future is bright uh, in the in the coming years, without 100%. a doubt. Yes, sir. Speaking of that, so I have a few updates from Youngstown. We have the Steel Valley Brew Works in Boardman, Ohio. We have that league starting up next week. So the way we did it, we have a Tuesday night league, which we're still actually looking for two more teams. We've two had more. One pending for a couple of days. Yeah, two left. Call me if you want to sign up. Uh, check us out on, you, you can register on the bocchebros.com, Instagram, Facebook, anything. Uh, let us know if you have any questions and we'll add you. Uh, so basically, we're doing Tuesday night league, Thursday night league, uh, 160 a team. It's social bocce, so it will be drink in hand. So your off opposite hand, you'll have a drink. You'll roll or hit with your other with your uh, main hand. And we're looking for teams with like eight to ten, eight to twelve players. We're hoping for more participation. Uh, the first week will be, I'll be there and be loud and be all over the place teaching people how to play. Carm, the energy is going to be high. School, I'm going to be there. Measure. It's going to be a freaking party. Like, this isn't just a normal oh, yeah. league. We're going to have a good time. We're going to play some botch. We'll be reffing. We'll be getting – the energy's going to be high, without a doubt. So, get I mean, get we, signed we up. On, we went on Saturday night. Oh, my God, the fun we had. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. For the During the Crickets tournament, yeah, we, uh, we brought Dennis. And we – you know, the shooting, you have to keep a little more low, a little more tame, obviously, because yep. it's a bar. But we were – everyone, like, <laughs> they could tell we were taking – we were the only ones on the court taking it serious, super serious. And everyone, like, who's drinking just is, like, turn, turned over and just watching us. You That's know? the cool part. So, you know, th- th- usually when we're there, we've been there a handful of times, and the people there are trying to learn, and, you know, it's more casual game. And we're on the other court, and we're, you know, lighting it up. We're getting real serious. We're, you know, really comp- competitive. And it was, like Dante said, people were literally just watching. And it just it made us realize – People are interested in this game. Mm-hmm. So once they learn it, they're going to, you know, enjoy it as much as we do. But those courts, 
So the courts are not like your typical courts. They're turf courts. They're a little bit uh, shorter and I would say not as wide. Um, so like at first I'm like, well, you know, it's not like the typical court we play on. How much fun can this be? And we started playing, and I had a ball. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a different game, but it's still a ton of fun. Fun to roll on. They're really – you could really – it's easy to roll on. Yeah. The shooting, definitely, you guys have to kind of limit how hard they throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but even that, I mean, you could still shoot. It's a different kind of shot, mm-hmm. but it's still fun. Yeah, we still shot, like, you know. Got to keep it low and not as hard. Yeah. I mean, well, it makes me want to yeah. go to Vegas, knowing that's how Vegas is kind of played. Like, that sounds super exciting. But you just have to keep in yeah. mind the twist and turn. Sorry, Carm, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we're going to work with the owner to slowly but surely ramp those up mm-hmm. so yeah. you can shoot at least a little safer. You know, I'm not looking for uh, a full swinging back wall, maybe eventually, but I think we need to make the walls a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Get a rubber pad on the back wall so it doesn't make such a loud noise in the bar when you miss. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, but... Um, He's been really good to work with so far. He's been great. He honestly uh, has. Shout out so. to Josh. Yeah. Without a doubt. Every I mean, time. the best part is we have the band, right? Like, when you play, you can watch the, yeah. the, the band. So, like, we're watching a live band. People are watching us play bocce. <laughs> we have drinks in hand. Like, you couldn't have asked for a better night. <laughs> it's no. Anthony's ideal night. <laughs> and, and two quick stories. So, I've pretty much been there every weekend the last four weekends. And I go with all my friends who have no idea what bocce is. So, the first night... They're kind of looking around, oh, okay, they just want to drink. They don't really want to play. I ran out of court. We end up playing for like two minutes. We're socializing. Week two comes, and they're like, all right, let's let's get for real. Let's get some teams. We play. We, had, we kept having these people come up to us who were from out of the country and go to YSU, and they were like, what is this game? So, you know, I went straight over. I'm like, oh, let me teach you this, that. We had them start rolling some balls, and they loved it. Um, so then by week three, I had my friends, like, texting me on Thursday, like, hey, we're going to Steel Valley, get two courts. We're doing uh, four teams. Like, <laughs> they were ready to go. They were so excited. <laughs> I love that. And one of my friends, who's never even heard of bocce, he was actually pretty good. And he started asking me, like, what are the bocce bros? What is uh, – what's bocce like in Cleveland and Youngstown? Mm-hmm. And he was shocked to hear how big it is and how good like the competition is in Youngstown, Cleveland, Columbus, Kentucky, Chicago, Pittsburgh. And so it's been cool just like teaching my friends and seeing beginners get interested. It's, it's the coolest thing. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's you, awesome. It reminds me, you said like by week three, by week, you know, this is week one, week two. It reminds me of that TikTok, Chris, where they're like, Day one of watching The Sopranos. Yeah. Hey. Day day three of watching The Sopranos. Oh, hey, how you doing? Cool. Yeah. Hey, day ten. How you doing? <laughs> Question for Columbus was a shade. <laughs> <laughs> great accent. Great uh, Tony Soprano. Oh, oh man. man. But yeah. So Steel Valley Brew Works. Check it out. We're gonna be partnering with them. Uh, that whole the whole DeBartlow section area. It's frick, it's awesome. It's a whole new energy in Youngstown, Boardman, Ohio. Yeah. Every week, every time I'm back, I, I try to stop by if I have a night that I want to have a drink. So we kind of have this thing now where we're home, where Dante and I go to Steel Valley. We'll throw a couple pills, and then we walk over to the bunker. Oh yeah, it's our it's our one two. It's we call it the one two punch, and it's well I just called it that right now at least. <laughs> <laughs> but we we go to <laughs> we go to Steel Valley, and then we go to the bunker, which is owned. 
by Jonah Karsmir, um, who is uh, a golf professional, was a member, is a member of the Lake Club. Um, Chris and I both used to work there, and uh, that's how at least we know him. And he's been nothing but gracious. Uh, I was just there maybe last week or two weeks ago, and um, I walk in with three buddies from high school, and I was already telling them they'd never been to the Munker. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, know, like, I, you know, I know the owner, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be like that, but like, oh, yeah, I used to like wash his clubs, you know, good dude, and I know his brother. And we get in there, and Jonah looks at me, and he's like, what can I get you? He's like, uh, on, you know, yeah. he's on me. Wait, and he's like, you want your buddy? And I was like, no, you don't, don't get them. I was like, don't get him anything. He's like, nope, I wanted to, you know, and yeah, just took, took care of us. They have, you know, uh, virtual golf everywhere, uh, the golf simulators, putting areas, chipping areas. It's, it's unbelievable. Multiple that's bars. Great. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's, that's a new, uh, new, two new venues over there in Boardman. Uh, it used to be Sears, I think. Jillian's and Sears. Which rest in peace. Used uh. to used to love the Sears catalogs as a kid, um, but yeah, if you're if you're <laughs> listening and from Youngstown, you haven't gone yet, you must go. Definitely so. without. So we have two last segments here, and they're the fun segments. One's the Bing Bong rapid fire questions. Hey, yo, and the other one uh, is questions that we received today from Instagram. Which one do we want to do first? Let's do it. Whatever. Let's start with Bing Bong. Yes. Hey. Can we get some background music? Yeah, let me, uh, let's do this real quick. All right, I'm going to lead this segment, but our guest today is the most popular bocce bro, Dante Lovell. <laughs> so you know the rules. First thought that comes to mind, quick responses, anything goes, don't hold back. All right, I'm ready. Let's do this. Ready? Well, Chris is going to get a, a brief intro to music just to get me going. Go ahead. All right. Cleveland bocce or the field? Oh. Cleveland bocce or the field? The field being the rest of the world? The rest of the country. The rest Sorry. of the country? The field. Warm-up balls or no warm-up Warm balls? Warm-up balls. <laughs> Fill in the blank. The you can't measure every time rule is... This is dumb as hell. And then you're lucky I didn't just drop the F-bomb there. <sighs> Nana's sauce or Nano's red wine? Both. Don't care if I can't say both. 96 Bulls or 2017 Warriors? Screw the Warriors. Bulls. Come from behind or be in front? <laughs> Front, always face someone like a man. Don't want to come from behind like a sneak. Next question. Uh, was, okay, go ahead. Clear <laughs> liquor or dark liquor? Dark liquor. Is it sauce or gravy? It's sauce, you freaking psychos. Would the Cleveland Indians have won the 2016 World <sighs> Series if the rain delay didn't happen? Yes, they 100% would have, and I would have been way happier when I was downtown Cleveland right outside the stadium crying. Next question. I was there, too. Didn't see you. <laughs> Would you beat Mr. D's in one-on-one -on -one bocce match? Uh, when you say Mr. D's, do you mean D's nuts? Next question. Yes. <laughs> 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 Got to be steps ahead of me, brother. Got to be steps ahead of me, man. Come on. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Johnny Lawrence or Daniel LaRusso? This da is the final question. You know what? That's a good question. Daniel LaRusso is kind of a little bitch. So we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go with uh, Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> wow, he went against the Italian style. Sorry, sorry. Strike first. And that's right. it. I like that. Bing I bong. For, I was waiting for the question that we asked Dennis. 
Frank the Bocce Bros. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the what was the we'll second question? What was the second question? I wanted to follow up on one, but I didn't want to interject. The second question was warm up balls or no warm up yeah, balls. Yeah, uh, here's my my problem with uh, the people who think warm up balls are really wasting the time. You know what's wasting time? You taking thirty minutes to decide whether to throw it to the left or the right. Bing that's bong. what's wasting the time. Bing get a bong. get a shot clock, a reasonable shot clock. That's what speeds up games. Next question. Yeah, or show up to, or show up to your games on time. Ooh, <laughs> that might help too. There's, yeah, there's. Chris is up. All right. So, first is from Mrs. Cugini. How supportive are the Bocce Bro wives? <laughs> Seem to travel a lot. <laughs> capitalized. Spouses must be amazing. Anthony, why don't you take this one? <laughs> sure. You know, I think we're very fortunate that we have women in our lives that allow us to do what we do because bocce is up and coming and they're going to be living the life <laughs> once we turn this brand into the next Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, baby. To the moon. Good answer. Next question. <laughs> Michael Pizzuto, our boy, Mikey P. Piz. Best practice tips for rolling in stands, hand placement, etc. So he's asking for some tips on practicing, basically practicing bocce, yeah. right? So my advice to that is when I played sports, I always looked at the GOATs. I looked at Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Ken Griffey Jr., whoever's an athlete, a professional athlete playing, I looked at, okay, let me look at their stance, their fundamentals, where their feet are, how their hips move, their hand placement, everything like that, and I tried to mimic that. And the best way to mimic that is by practicing, and by practicing quite a bit. So you get out there, and if I'm, and we're talking bocce, right? So if I'm, if I'm in a tournament, I'm, I'm looking at your Frank DiCillo, your Dennis, your Croach, you know, all these, all these good guys. And I'm like, oh, okay, they, they throw it this way. They're off this foot. They're that foot. They take their time. They don't, you know, whatever it may be. And when I'm practicing, I'm like, all right, well, let me see how that feels. And I try and add, I don't try and copy them 100%, but because you have to add your own twist to it, right? You have to be comfortable in your own stands, but Number one, it's important to do your studying on it. And number two, you have to get out there and actually do the work. It's like anything else. Play other people. Get your friend. If you're just sitting around at the Italian club, just say, hey, you want to play? Just play. That's Obviously, I'm not going to re reiterate what Chris just said because everything he said was spot on. But just go out and play. That's how you That's how you get better. You And you play people who know what they're doing. That's Even if they don't know what the they're doing. the apparel part. Some people try to buy the same apparel, too, because they think that will work. Uh, what are you referring to? Shoes, shoes, shirts, <laughs> shorts. Doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. apparel plays a big part. I'm always look good, uh, play good. Deion Sanders, <laughs> look good, feel good, play good, baby. And that's that's yeah. how it's always been. I was playing in jeans and like a you know like a nice shirt or whatever it may be, and I look over and these guys are in athletic pants and shorts. I'm like, all right, I could look good in that outfit, and that <laughs> outfit feels good. So I need to I need to switch over, and that's exactly what I did. 
and I still suck. There but you, there you go, Biz. <laughs> so get out and play us when we're at the club. That's what you could walk down the street and play us at the Columbus Tiny Club. We'll see you soon. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Next and, question. Oh, Carmen, do you have anything to add to that? No, I was just gonna say, going off what you said, I copied Ray Carlson's role because I was struggling to get a feel for rolling. And I noticed he had a very smooth roll. He puts the hand behind the back, feet are close together, Thank nice center of gravity, and a nice smooth roll. And you kind of just feel it out. Shout out to So I put my own little twist. You know, I do like the Darren lean, mm. and I kind of put it all together. And it, I've gotten much better after practicing that. Did you change that recently, Carm, when you started playing with Ray? I changed that. Uh, this summer, last summer, okay, I guess. Right. Okay, My MBR gotcha. team. Gotcha, gotcha. Too hot for pants. Who's that? That is Crone out in Chicago. Sean, I believe, right? So he yeah. said F, Mary, Kill, <laughs> Andy Z, <laughs> Alex G, or Big E. Oh, man. Okay, oh, so. And Big E. That one. Excuse me. So F, Mary, Kill, uh, you got Alex G, Andy Z, and then <laughs> Big E from Dallas. Oh, God. Okay, so here's what I was here's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> One, I stayed with Andy when uh they hosted me out in Chicago. We played in a tournament together, me, Andy, Alex, and Miles. Uh, Andy was a great host. Uh him and his wife were so gracious towards me. So I think I'm going to marry Andy cuz I already seen how he lives, okay. right? Yeah. We get along very well. We mesh very well. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to get dominated, so I'm not going to have intercourse with Big E. <laughs> so you're killing Big E. <clears throat> I think honestly, trophy hunting that man to have on my mantle. <laughs> that man is six foot fourteen. He is so <laughs> tall and just <laughs> like the beast, the a beast, right? So like, respectively, I don't want to kill him. However, it would be a trophy. Therefore, Alex Garrett, if you're listening. Congrats, buddy! One night with your boy. <laughs> I love it. Carmen, do you want to? Do you have the same uh, notions as me, or any different? I'm I'm probably marrying Big E. I mean, <laughs> that's the man. You're right, though. He He's so. Me. You're right. He's so. I mean, they're all. I love all those guys, but Big E, man. He's like your. He's your bodyguard. Oh he's God, probably he's a good best. chef. He's a. He's probably a good too. chef. Like, he's the man. You know, now I I feel bad the way I answered mine. I. I <laughs> Wish I could take it back. Uh, no, you no, can't. No, oh yeah, I'm big no take back guy. So, <sighs> all right. Sorry, Biggie. I love you. Stick Bandit Thirteen. Do you guys know who that is? No, off the top of my head. Let me see here. He said, "It's Nick uh, pa uh, Paternetti. Paternetti. Yeah, he's from Connecticut, I believe. Connecticut Apache. Yes, I do. There we go." He said, what is the biggest scumbag thing you've seen someone do on the bocce court? Oh, man. Scumbag thing. Minus dumb arguments. Um, a big scumbag thing to do. I have one from playoffs real quick. Go yeah, ahead, Yeah, Mooch. start us off, please. First year ever playing, we're in the playoffs. Playing an older gentleman. He does not play in tournaments. Every time you would go to botch, no matter which way he was looking, he would kick his leg out onto the court, and he didn't think we noticed. <laughs> what? And so, of course, our lead botcher hits the first, hits the second, misses one, starts to notice, 
misses the second. Now he's ticked. Misses the third, and the guy does it every single time. Finally, he blows up, and the guy denies it. Oh, man. Mm. Scummy. Sc- scummy. <laughs> yeah, anytime you're on the court, you're about to throw. And so we this happened in Wycliffe, court nine. The sun is is on the uh, oh, yeah. south side, whatever, <laughs> on one of the sides. And he purposely put his body in front of the Paulino. That way there is a shadow. And he would continue to move back and forth. Scummy. Yeah. Kicked his ass. You notice it. You notice it. I mean, you know, you're like, oh, we'll just focus on it. It's like, well, you try to, but then you notice in your head this asshole's being an asshole. (laughs) And and that gets you. The other one more thing is uh, during COVID, people would just like lick their hands or spit on the ball. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Stop. Please. Oh, yeah. It's still happening. Yeah. But like, yeah. Especially during COVID. One. one the one thing I saw was someone wave a towel as they were uh, they were standing at half court and when the person went to go shoot they were like m- you know m- moving their towel a little bit more noticeably in a bigger tournament. Uh, no names need mentioned, however, uh, that's not scummy. However, just a little little shady, you know, not trying anything trying to distract the shooter. Obviously, uh, I blew up. I, I'll be the first to say last year at the Italian club I blew up on someone. Uh, because he would like, try to like shake his feet and then like stand up as I was about to shoot right next to the court when I was shooting, and he's my arch nemesis, so I blew up on him, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I enjoy because I'm like pretty fortunate though. In all, a lot of the tournaments we played in, everyone's great. Yeah, our, our team's fairly calm. Like we oh. only talk within ourselves. And we oh, 100 percent. Yeah, we'll yell if we get excited. We're always just yelling at each other. Never, you right. know, saying like, "Oh yeah, not yet." <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what else we got? So our boy Ken Lodgden, Logden. dude, my freaking guy. Logden. We've so had I, I heard Logden. about this guy. I heard he's like, what is he like, a national player from Florida or something? Who is this guy, Dante? So I don't know if he's a national player. He is a seven-year-old male um, who is a patriot. Every sense of the word, tongue in cheek. Shout out to Ken. He joined the uh, basically the popular Facebook pages that involve bocce, and he's been posting videos daily um, of him in Venice, Florida. It is, um, you know, uh, in Florida, in Florida, in that that <laughs> that the, you know the development he lives in. They have bo- really nice bocce courts. I do want to say the courts are unbelievable, and they have a like a ground screw that takes care of them every day. So one nice to have that. But he would just take a video of him rolling dimes. He's a good roller, clearly. Um, and then he talks about how beautiful his wife is, which shout out to him, if anything, just like more power to him. And then he always turns the camera around and says, God bless America. And, God bless America. and I can't get you enough. Like he is a, a he- he's God sent. Like he, <laughs> he came out of nowhere. Like we've been in this for a year and a half and obviously this community has been going way longer than we have. Well, I think he only posts in bocce underground. But now he's in an ab at North America. Oh, bo- he? So he's okay. he's all he's he's going to he's going to blow up and we're going to have him on. I, I promise you that. He should join the regionals. He, and I think I bet you he will. He has some type of company or something huck. I don't know what it means. It has something to do with sports or maybe or something, but he's competitive. He plays a different style of bocce than we do. Pretty much the same thing. Like he points a lot. They don't shoot right. as much. But uh, good dude, yeah, Ken. So we have we have two questions. One, I think he's Ken. Seems like he's Eric's arch nemesis. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, he's friends with Jimmy <laughs> on Facebook. Like good friends, but arch, arch. nemesis with yeah with Eric. Eric called him out and told him to 
come up to uh, PA to play him. He was, yeah, he was talking some some shit. I was just listening to that right before this podcast. So two questions. One was from Paisano. He said, "Is is Ked Logsdon the fastest growing name in bocce history?" Yes. I mean, seems like 100%. it. One hundred percent. Yes. And then our boy Brad uh, Nosen from uh, Cleveland Bocce Club. Shout out to, to wow! Shout out to them. Uh, he asked if Ken is the unknown goat of bocce. Yeah, I would agree. I think we need to get him. He, we're going to get him out of the tournament within the next year and a half. Have to get him on the pod. Yeah. Goat I, I, would dis- I would disagree with the goat, but sure, we can go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. He's probably a great point for a great first role. He's playing with me in Dallas, all. by the way. <laughs> Yes, like, yes. Is that the last question, Chris? That was the last question. Okay, good. So let's good. do whatever well, and keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So Car- Carmen just brought up Dallas. When we talked about Big E, honestly, Carmen, I think this is a good uh, you know, segue tra- or transition, if you will. So Big E, um, who I just said I would kill, in the <laughs> is, throwing, uh, is hosting the Lone Star Bocce Open in Dallas, which is at the Lone Star Racing Track, I believe it's called. Um, yep. So horse racing track. It is going to be 20 teams max, uh, I believe. I just registered us yesterday, guys. So hopefully we can all make it. Um, but it's going to be at the racetrack. It's going to be on carpet, I believe, with uh, you know the wood blocks um, enclosing the court. And it's going to be a heck of a time. Uh, I, I don't have anything in front of me to explain it. I just know that there's a lot of prizes being given out. You're going to be fed. Uh, there's going to be, um, if you place first in your round robin, you're getting a $50 betting voucher to bet on the horses there. Uh, th- you get a deck that overlooks the whole racetrack. So it's basically a day at the races. Um, and not to mention, first place gets about $4,500 or $4,000, $5,000. But the main thing they get is to name, get the naming rights of the thoroughbred racehorse to come out of that stable. And so, like, to, you get to name a racehorse. I love that. Do you understand what I'm saying? You get to name a racehorse that's going to be racing races. I'm literally going to quit my job and follow this horse around the world. <laughs> We're going to take it to the moon. It's the next secretariat. Down the stretch they come. So that's going to be fun, along with the belt buckles. Mm-hmm. But more so, Big E knows how to party and have a good time. So I'm looking forward to this so tournament. Registration opens May 1st. May 1st. But I know that it's going to go, like, within 10 minutes. So you better catch it because I know there's already early registration. People got it. Um, so jump on it. Guys, when someone wins, they call it the bounty. They oh, said, yes, I saw that. The bounty so they have, like, a day where they everyone throws in cash and they have, like, an open bocce day, right, Carm? And then the winner yeah. uh, gets the bounty, <laughs> which is, is yeah. a fun idea. So maybe we could uh, make that a couple's trip. What do you guys think about that? Dallas? I like Dante where your head is. You Carm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm in. I, can, I might maybe make that work. So it looks like it's November 11th and 12th, and I got that by going to thebocchibros.com <laughs> because a lot of our tournaments, all the tournaments are actually on there. I, yeah. Uh, so I, I just looked that up fairly quickly. We just got uh, – uh, we have ca- uh, Canadian tournaments on there. We now have New York tournaments on there. I just added yeah. a New York one, Holly, New York. I just added one today. We're Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, international. So Dolly. All right, boys. What else? I, I kind of want to keep going, but we're already at an hour seven. We can end Dante's this. Dante's feeling the crown peach. Yeah, I've been Chris pulled. Yeah, you'll see in this video. I like see when you came back with the drink. You poured me a whole freaking glass. Uh, 
fucking hey, soda waters. Soda waters. <laughs> Do we, was that in the last episode yeah. with Dennis? Did we yeah. talk about that? Yeah. Go back. Listen to that one. All right. Uh, I have a question. So you have your major tournaments. What, what are those? You have Wycliffe. You have the JAC. Uh, you have the Carm Strong. What else? I think we... Bosch. I talk about this, but I think the... The Rome. Rome, New York. Detroit. The ABC Open. I would, uh, yeah, okay. No, wait a minute, no. Anthony, hold on. I bet I think you, when I'm, when I'm, he's talking about the ma- like not the ones we want to do, but we're talking about the majors. I'm asking what the majors are. What would you consider the majors? Oh, what would we consider? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think we're we're on brand so far. So we said the Wycliffe Cleveland Challenge Cup, MVR, um, JAC, JAC yeah. Club Molasani in June has to be in there. Yes, Rome. Molasani and Rome, Rome for sure. Bocce. Club Molsani Summer. Yeah. That's six right there. So those are all tournaments that we want to do, some of the best tournaments out there. What tournaments other than those do you guys want to, like, what do you look forward to most? Maybe what do you have the most fun at? High stakes was a lot of fun last year. I think some of you guys did that at Jerry's. I love... The Lowville Festival Tournament. That's so fun. <laughs> Different atmosphere. Are you going to be um, in the Lowville Festival Tournament this year? This guy. Nope. Carmen asked why we never play. It's because he's always out of town. This dude's in another country every other day. He's, he's in he's, 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 He goes, I sent you the, the tournament list. There's three <laughs> tournaments we could play with a month. <laughs> hey, he's book me. It's, it's crazy, but hey. On my master list is the Dallas tournament because it's like yes. nine months in advance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I remember uh, I'm like, Carm, where are you at? He's like, Ah, oh, I'm in Ukraine. I'm like, There's a war. Like, what, what the <laughs> hell? You, what do you mean? What do you mean you're in Ukraine? Yeah, he's in all these countries. <laughs> like, like, we have no idea. Where... Just a fun fact: starting this weekend. Well, all right, we'll start next weekend. I have one free weekend through November. That's gross. That counts bocce yeah. tournament. I don't want to look at my calendar. It's, so, what do you so mean? I, Your calendar is bocce. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't have any free time. <laughs> well, I got weddings. I got bachelor parties and then bocce. I, I think high, I like the high stakes. I also like the Little Italy Fest in Cleveland mm. the weekend of August 12th through the 14th. Those are two tournaments that I just I really enjoy. I mean, I, I think the Cleveland atmosphere always brings Ming. the fun. With the group of people, Ming, shout out to Chipulo and the uh, Little Italy gang. Yeah, you can't beat that area. That's that's my favorite area by far. It truly the is. ABC Open. I can't. We, we need to get more people from Ohio and PA up there. Karma, yeah. I think we are, man. I think this this ambassadors thing we just did uh, when they they talked about it. I'm getting texts from you know shout out to James Salvaggio. He's asking you know if we're doing it. Brad Nosen, he's asking what division yeah. we're going in. Um, it's we, legit. Oh, hundred. It's. It, I mean, you already saw the Palazzo de Bocce. It means Palace of Bocce for a reason. It really is. Are those Colleoni courts? I'm ninety percent sure those are Colleoni courts. Uh, so you're getting the best of the best wherever your fingers, you know, roll the ball. That's where it's going. There's nothing on the court that's going to hit. I remember Carm when we started practicing. I missed like the first twenty botches because I just like wasn't used to like playing on a real synthetic court. Yeah, and I was like, Dante, <laughs> We're there's screwed. literally no excuses on yeah, these yeah, courts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up working out, at least. I don't worry. It took me two days to get used to it. I <laughs> <That> was like, <laughs> <laughs> telling hey, me, man. <laughs> you uh, you came in with the, the shot to win the game. 
the last yeah, three games. Yeah, got hot when the single elimination tournament oh. started, so. That's all that matters. Couldn't write a better story. You couldn't write a better story. So, I mean, the what other tournaments are there? Dante, do you have any that come to mind? My favorite tournaments of the year, Mount Carmel is just such a fun atmosphere. I'm so upset. Rome and Mount Carmel need to figure it out. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. I don't know what has to be done. I know, it probably will never be done because um, I want to experience Rome. I just also don't want to, when I could drive an hour and a half compared to six hours, you know? Yeah. I mean, the Mount Carmel Fest just offers so much. But that's, that's I'm home. going to. We're going to Rome 100% next year. Those guys are great. Um, and plus, just from seeing the courts and everything, we we have we have to make it out there sooner or later. Yeah. Anybody going to IMBS this year? I am. Uh, I got a Chris and I. Hold on, hold up. I forgot about this. I uh, I saw that there was a two man in June, June second through the fifth or something, and I told Jimmy P, reserve me a team, whatever's left. And he said there's only Thursday left. I said book it. Chris and I just happened to be home that weekend in uh, Youngstown. So Chris and I are in that doubles tournament. We just talked about that like two days ago. But there's um, they're doing a four-man tournament too. The week before, the weekend before um, Mount Carmel, which is in ju- mid-July. So early to mid-July, I think we're going to be there as well. We're g- we don't have a team yet. I don't know if registration's open. Yeah, I have to figure that out because there's I think there's three bocce weekends in a row. There's that, then there's Molasan or excuse me, there's uh, Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. and then something else. Maybe it's just a Anthony June fourth. Are you free? I'm actually free that weekend. We'll talk no. about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, last you know so the bocce season ends like it's probably right before winter for us, right? This is what Dante told me at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I had time. Yeah, we all had time to take our lives, so we were just talking freely at this point. And uh, so it's the end of the bocce season, and Anthony's like, okay, I have to really, we have to sit down and see what tournaments we can do because we can't do all these tournaments. <laughs> I was like, well, Anthony, if we look at, like, the current rate we're going at, we are exceeding every tournament we did last year because we're in one every weekend. <laughs> Dante looked at me at the airport. He's like, we're like this. Yeah. I, I, I was like, you're an analytics guy, right? <laughs> and I'm showing him with my arm a graph. That's 100%. <laughs> Anthony did say that. He's like, yeah, 2022, man. It's going to be different for me. I can't do this. <laughs> fast forward. Yeah, fast forward. We are currently hitting a new record. <laughs> I'm on a plane. Yeah. I'm on a plane for Bocce at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know what's funny, though? Um, I had to, like, kind of beg, not beg you, but I was like, Anthony, come on, come on. You, and you were like, dude, it's too many tournaments. I want to, but to fly out to New York, I want to do it. It's just tough. And I understand. You have two kids, wife, way more easier for someone who's not married with no kids. Um, but your wife was like, Go. This is a good opportunity. You have to go. We just won crickets also, so that helps. <laughs> you know? So, like, that's awesome, too, that she was, like, very, you know, uh, in promoting of you going. Or she... It makes a difference. Or she... She's smart. She wants you out she, the house. <laughs> she's probably... she. You know what? She Okay. She's like, all right, I'm going to play the victim of, like, you know what, Anthony? You're always gone. Blah, 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 blah. But really, she likes it. Right. 100%. Smart, Francesca. Yeah. Keep it I up. I like girl. it. Keep it up, girl. She's a wizard. <laughs> Number one bocce wife. What do you want to do? <laughs> All right. What else? That's all I got. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I, I like this episode, guys. We're going to have to do these 
more often. Um, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, follow us on all social media accounts. Get your apparel and other bocce needs at thebocchebros.com. Uh, keep in mind, I mean, you saw, you heard us talk about the champion tournament as well as the Steel Valley Brewworks League that we are running. We have a couple teams open, so get your sign-ups in for both, and uh, we'll continue to do what we do. Uh, so we'll, we'll have some more guests on here soon. I'm going to speak with the guys on who we want to bring on. We have a long list, and if you're listening and we've talked to you, trust me, we want to get you guys on. As you know, with the weekends, and, and it's sometimes tough to record during the week, so... We'll make sure we get a schedule out to you guys, and, and we'll keep this thing moving on. So appreciate it. Until next time. Salute. Peace. Good work, guys.